Got a minute? You've got time for a quick bus. Hey, guys, it's Yolanda. In fact, give me a couple of minutes uh, while I drop this anchor. I want to tell you what happened the day before this broadcast and the day before that and the day before that. That would have been my weekend. And I want to do a shout out because today would be something we call Monday Mentions. So I really want to shout out something amazing that happened in Atlanta. As you know, uh, as spring is ushered in, conference season starts. And I had the opportunity, uh, spur of the moment, but Thanks to everybody who said yes. Uh, had an opportunity to attend and attend a conference that was in Atlanta, and it was called Power Rising, and it was about uh, developing an agenda for Black women. And so it was, um, it you know the the information said first of its kind, and I want to tell you why I think it was the first of its kind. I've ten, I've attended conferences and blogged about them for the past sixteen years, and I use conferences in my life and and bringing my vision board to fruition and uh, continuing education and learning about different skills and networking and so forth. And what I loved about Power Rising was the sessions um, it, it kind of took on that unconference feel where not necessarily were the panelists just there, you know, to throw out the sound bites. I really feel like we walked away with some real takeaways. Um, the plenary sessions and then the coming back, the wrap up sessions, they really did a good job. And I think they really did a good job because they didn't have, um, full on plan of how this is really going to go. It's like, here, let's try this. Also, I think it was different in one of the first of its kind because of the organizations or the people who came to it to put it together from various organizations. They are from very strategic organizations, policy-making organizations. And uh, some of those organizations were tied to D.C. Uh, the one that got my attention, of course, is the National Council of Negro Women, NCNW. Um, when I heard that they were involved, I said, wait, let me go check my email. Let me see if I have information. Let me make sure that I am there. And so that was my buy-in, my tie-in is knowing the history of that organization. And I said, well, let me look at who these other organizations are. Black Women's Roundtable, again, a very strong strategic and policy policy-making organization. So, and then of course there were, one was a church out of DC and then another, I think it was, I want to say maybe entities, maybe four different entities uh, involved in this. So it, it, first of its kind, inaugural, they brought it to Atlanta, which means there were women here, some thousand women uh, from 30 different cities and 30 different states and uh, got a chance to really capture the essence of it um, to go in on a blog as a blogger. This was me, excuse my voice, um, like I said, busy weekend, getting back to blogging. I'm in this phase. I begin again, coming out of the caregiver space and trying to figure out, uh, I know 2018 is a real work year for me and making sure all my platforms are back in play. Um, coming, like I said, coming out of the caregiver space while I didn't step entirely away from blogging, I did step in in a different lane of it, basically teaching and training uh, what I know to entrepreneurs and business owners who wanted to use blogging for business, not necessarily story um, telling and covering events and those things that I have done with blogging uh, in the past. And March of 2018 will be my 16th year 
uh, running this digital publication, which uh, focuses on a lot about Atlanta, uh, more importantly, black women, um, more importantly than that, um, just giving, you know, uh, moderating great debates that we have on a daily basis. And so I'm beginning again. I am in the process of begin again. And this was a yes for me to go back into public spaces uh, because for those who've been in, who've ever been in the caregiver space, it weighs on you heavily. And so now, um, you know, figuring out what what's my passion this time around to blog about this year. And so I got a chance to go. Uh, thanks again to everybody that said yes to the PR. Anybody knows about credentialing at the very last minute. All you need is that endorsement so you can get that yes. Everything came into play. And the funny thing about it, I and, and we could talk about this, especially with the this new anchor, is that you know there's so many different platforms that we are engaging audiences with, and the conversation came up even in a session, and I'll tell you about it uh, about your home base, your website. I'm standing there trying to get credential, and she's like, "What's your website again?" My website wasn't even coming up. Now, mind you, I was able to prove, you know, my value that I could bring to this event through my social media, which is where I actually directed them from in the first place. Because here at the beginning of the year, we've decided to do. Didn't realize conference season was going to start so early. We've decided to do a, a entire site makeover and incorporating all these other platforms and so forth. I'm thinking. Uh, we can get it all done, you know, by April and May when we actually get ready to go on the road for conference season. But here comes this conference out of nowhere. And we're not out of nowhere because they worked hard and planning it. But, you know, on my radar, um, now that I'm um, turning my radar back on, let me put it that way. So here I am trying to get credential and I, I luckily, you know, proved my worth uh, and their hashtag trust black women. Thanks for trusting me. Uh, so I got a chance to experience an amazing event. Three days, uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And I actually went, went down Friday to, you know, to, I said, let me go down and kind of gauge, you know, the atmosphere, try to get credential. Uh, in, instantly got credential thanks to the endorsement of at, at some Atlanta PR, Diane Larchet. Um and then I said, well, let me just hang around. Let me stay a while. And I stayed and I absolutely caught an absolute amazing, just I don't want to use the word amazing too much, but it was awesome. An awesome panel. Uh, the first panel I went to was the image of black women in pop culture and media. Um, we got a chance to ask questions. Of course, I threw out instantly, you know, the dynamic of the situation that Monique has, the situation. we, And, of course, there were other things talked about. And then from there, I went to... Um, another session the next day the second one that impacted me of course the second day the first day was works pretty much workshops whether you know strategy and policy and all those kinds of things the second day was uh larger sessions you know with high profile women i say high profile i mean high profile the morning opened with cicely tyson in the room with cicely tyson uh, who's 93, hearing about her life in Hollywood and activism, right? 
uh, and education. And then from there to, because coming out of the caregiver space, that is trauma. I went, chose the session on mental health. And of course, it was the first lady of New York, Charlene McRae. And then with uh, Jennifer Lewis. Now, everybody knows Jennifer Lewis, author of Mother of Black Hollywood, very outgoing, uh, triple threat singer, dancer, actress, you know, Broadway, international stage, has been in Hollywood. Um, I mean, to go from Cicely Tyson to Jennifer Lewis, that was amazing. Then from there, I went to, I think we heard Bernice King, went to another session. Uh, we ended up having, uh, went to a lunch, and I don't have the book in front of me, which, you know, hey, we're mobile. Let me grab the book so I can really give this some justice. I want to wrap this, I want to talk about this on anchor because uh i'm when i say begin again i am beginning again and as a matter of fact i'm walking by my kitchen where i have some lemon steeping which i need to take off the eye i'm glad i did that because i had it on a low simmer steeping some lemon um it's not not tea but just literally some lemon it makes a very potent lemon water with from which i will make some um, lemonade and well, actually I want to drink the infused lemon water and then I'll dilute it once it gets low and then I will make, turn, turn my lemons into lemonade. All right. So I just grabbed the brochure here. I'm glad that, um, anchor is, is back and doing this. I, the last migration, I, I couldn't come, I couldn't travel with you guys through the last migration, but then of course watching, uh, all the tweets that came out the other day, and I said, let me give it another try. All right, so they also honored Deborah Lee, which is, uh, Deborah Lee is part of BT. Uh, Saturday started, of course, as I said, a wonderful conversation with Cicely Tyson. Uh, the Black Women's Roundtable, Melanie Campbell, she did a session on Me Too, Time's Up. Uh, then, of course, I said the a Sound Mind, Protecting Our Mental Health, Jennifer Lewis, Charlene McRae. And then the next session, oh, the luncheon was an author's luncheon. While we were having lunch, several authors read from their books. So that's why I say first of its kind. A little bit different. Now, I, I don't know if there's others out there, but I really like the way, the format of this. Uh, and then, of course, on Sunday was a uh, brunch. And, of course, Angela Rye and then Leah Daughtry on that one. Let me see if I can go back and tell you a little bit more about a couple of the sessions as I look through the booklet here. There were events also opened up on Thursday night, actually, uh, where they did a private screening. And then, of course, Friday, which was awesome. Um, And I think I missed the Friday morning um, what's at stake with black women was the plenary young and engaged was one of the sessions. Then they had the workshops, which went from business and economics, cultural and community, uh, education, innovation, health, wellness, political science. I don't need to read all of that. Uh, and then of course they had evening gatherings. Let me see. I'm trying to see if I went to another session. I think that's it. Two sessions I went to on Saturday. The, was it two? Oh, no, I think I only got a chance to go to the one because while I was trying to get credentialed, um, there were sessions going on. And then, of course, let me see if I went to another one on Saturday. 
Let's see. Oh, and what I loved about it after, before the end of the day on Saturday, very interactive um, session where everybody, after you came out of your workshops, and normally we see this, what I what we don't see is the implementation or the deployment of technology in the wrap-up session. So when we went back into the room, um, in the larger ballroom, they deployed uh, technology, meaning that we text, you know, everybody texts uh, to a number, and then that then allowed us to give uh, responses um, to different polling questions. So we answered a number of polling questions based on the sessions that we went in. They had someone describe each of the sessions, and as various topics came out now, and then here are the action items. Where do we need to? Where do we need to go? Because the thing about it is, it, where we are right now, is we have got to learn to act, act from, act from instant data. Instant data. Uh, too often, you know, the data that we use is two to five years old, and we don't take it to heart. We don't uh, begin to use it until it's two to five years old. Like, if you want to know, oh, how do we fix the problem of the day? We're looking at data from two years ago, five years ago, 10 years ago. And if you think we have a problem now, how do we forecast and plan our future if we have to then wait? to get today's data two years from now. See, it even sounds complicated. But with the technology that we have today and the polling, you know, rather than just polling certain samples, it's like, listen, hey, everybody, let's go back into this room. Let's go back in here. Everybody text this number. Everybody participate. Everybody answer these questions. And so for action items, you got real-time action items. You didn't have to wait till people did an evaluation after and then send that off for somebody to calculate. Let's put up on the screen. Here's a question. Here are how you, here's how you respond and write there instantly. And it was funny because there was one where they did a word cloud. So they said, text a word to describe the event. And then, then the word cloud popped up with all the different words. And then people were like, oh, and they started reading the words and people decided, well, we want that to be. And so people started sending in more words and it, and it encouraged people and I, encourage people to participate and I remember asking because we keep coming up with this question as to how to use um, technology how do you, how to allow kids to use their phones if they're so engaging on their phones when they get to school and we tell them to put the phones away and then we wonder why they won't participate in the class it's it's there's a thing about having some an- anonymity you know, anonymous, to be able to do something anonymously. Because one of the things that affect our kids as far as peer pressure is having to do things in front of their peers. We don't know what their peer-to-peer relationship is, but yet uh, um, some about being, you know, involved in school, it, it impact negatively impacts their peer relationship or they feel like it does. So by doing this, like if you ask everybody to raise their hand, people, everybody's not going to participate, but to be able to just text your responses on your phone and then see it pop up on that screen. Let me, when I tell you the engagement, if they gave each and each one of us, they said, Hey, listen, everybody fill out this evaluation and get it back to it. They probably get 2%. 
5%. But the numbers of people that participated because they were able to use their phone and then to have that data right then and there before, say, if they had just said, hey, listen, you want this event next year? Do you want this event in Atlanta? Everybody would have been able to vote. And, I mean, when you think about the number of cities that were represented, I'm a little worried. I'm like, you know, Atlanta wasn't the strongest city represented. Now, mind you, they realized that they did not market enough in Atlanta. But um, there were, the strongest represented, representation came from cities you would not believe. Some you think, oh, well, you know, you know the, the, the D.C. And, and Atlanta and those kind of things. No, the Carolinas, you know, and, and there's really not a lot of conferences that go on in Carolina. I mean, most of us, we go, what, we go to Texas, uh, New York, you know, Vegas, uh, West Coast, you know, and Carolina's been on the come up. And I'm like, I would use that if, if that was me. I would use that real-time data to to champion some of these events to come there. I don't know about you guys. I haven't requested, I mean, and I could drive in Atlanta. I could definitely drive to the Carolinas to go to events where we don't see a lot of them. Everybody wants to go to what's called, you know, the sexy cities, New Orleans and Miami, you know, and all those different things. Uh, so it's about using that real-time data. But I, my question was, if we had so much fun in using and engaging with it, then we need to see if schools are. Because kids, and I go to participate in volunteer with hackathons, and kids uh, do these hackathons, and they are all the time trying uh, to get us to let them do more with their phones in school. And so we need to see that. But again, um, that was one of the amazing events I went to. And then, of course, the culmination of that, the closing of that was awesome. B.B. Wineness was there, closed it out. Cicely Tyson. And this is what I said, first of its kind. What I did not see, because usually at these conferences and things like that, because once you see everybody at one conference, then every weekend they're at the next conference and the next conference and the next conference. The, the What I love about it, the blessing of going to these conferences, somebody gets to go right to the table and do the work. And that's usually those of us who attend these things, because I guarantee you, uh, most of the people that are on these on on the uh, agenda of these conferences, they will be um, from all summer long in hotels and at the next one and the next one, and the next one. But we really get to come back and do the work. So really good, really good. Oh, oh I was going to say, uh, what I loved is that those that were there, they were there the entire weekend. They didn't come in and say, oh, here's an hour here. You know, I'm going to do this session and I'm going to go. And But no, they stayed for it because it was just that... The, the magic was there. The black girl, black girl magic, it was there. I'm almost afraid to go to another event because I don't want to undo the magic. And that's how I do. Uh, and for those of you that, you know, if you're wondering, you know, should you do conferencing? Should you do uh, empowerment, you know, workshops and things like that? Um, I usually will pick. One to two, I or in, in on a regular, I would. There's one that I'd really make the investment to go, depending on where. That's usually one in New York or West Coast. They're the one that's gonna take the most money, uh, and I don't go every year. I really don't because when you because what happens is you get overloaded with information and you can't implement, you know, and you don't want to go to everything. You don't want to be gone all the time. Like I went to that one. 
I came back. I'm ready to put my agenda in act. I'm, I'm about implementing. I'm about implementing, and I'm thinking about okay. Well, what did I? What did I do? What did I need to do to get to that one? What do I need to do? Um, I need to get my year started. I've got product I need to get out. I've got events that I I host myself that I need to get out. And I'm like, well, do I want to do those events, or or maybe do I want to align with some of these things? Um, there's you know, there's there's so much. And when you come back from something. Uh, come Monday and you're trying to figure out, you know, cause usually what happens is for those of you that are in this arena, what do we do? We come back, we've got the grab bags, the goodie bags, we got all the booklets and, and all the things we purchased, the books that we purchased and the information. We've got the business cards, the stack of business cards still. We got the virtual connections. You're getting those LinkedIn requests and follow me here and follow me there. And then you go, you're off to the next one. You know, you might see some of the same people. Um, or you're looking at all that stuff. You try to figure, okay, what do I need to do with this? You know, why do I have this booklet? Why did I buy this book? What's the stack of business card? Now you're trying to put it all together. Or if you're like me and you were blogging the entire weekend, you've got a cloud full of content that you now have to edit down and figure out where does it go? Where does it live? And, and all of that. And so, on to the next or no <laughs> for me it's no i have i'm i'm going to chill for a minute uh hopefully you know the next one will, well actually the next one does hit the radar the one i think i might want to try next will hit the radar uh the end of march and then there's several even in between that and then plus it's a political season so you don't want to be off the radar in a political season because we're headed into the midterm elections. So, um, okay, so that's enough of that. As you can see, like I said, it was a very magical weekend. I'm so glad I got a chance to experience it. Uh, next on the horizon, next, uh, after I left there, I went to another brunch. Thank God it was a later brunch, um, which is for the Hosea Feed the Hungry. They launched something this year, which I think is awesome. Uh, Hosea Heroes, which is an awards. So that gives an option for those who do a lot of work in the community to now um, get become recognized um, by their organization. So that was pretty good. So I stopped by there to get a little bit of footage, get a little bit of um, photos. And then I went to another one again for the NCNW. Um, they were wrapping up Black History Month. And let's see, after that... Uh, seems like I did go to something else. I had some other things planned. I do have an event um today, so just you know, and and that that was full. That was a full weekend for a blogger. And you hear a lot of bloggers out there. My lane is uh, I I love blogging about um foundations and organizations. I started blogging specifically to become, to advocate for the activists. To av- I was an activist. I worked a uh, long time in my community as a stakeholder with youth initiatives, connecting organizations in, in, in corporate America and in, in neighborhood businesses to the youth in the community, making sure that the young people in our, in our neighborhoods had resources and outlets and, uh, and we were involved in the school system. And then after that, when I, um, I got involved a little bit more in things that were going on on the internet, we're talking some 20, 30 years ago, um, I knew that activists, they needed media. Yeah, you know, a good story will run 
here and there periodically. But what if they had an actual storyteller? And that's how I started. Um, I became the storyteller for that. I became the news, the media uh, for activists. So I became the advocate for activism. And then from there, I started doing internet radio based on activism. And, uh, and I got pulled into the entertainment side of it because they needed a storyteller. And then, uh, from there, oh, I was doing internet radio. And because I would always say that I'm live from Atlanta, uh, everybody would always have all these questions about Atlanta. They were coming to Atlanta, moving to Atlanta, wanted to know where to live in Atlanta, where to raise kids in Atlanta, where to go to school in Atlanta, all these questions. And so I ended up creating a website and then uh, and had website and newsletters in all these different areas. And of course, uh, it became real popular in the salons because one thing, if you're going to have newsletters, you got to have distribution. So you need to know where do you put your, and I was like, well, you know, the, barbershops and the salons, you know, they've got amazing chef life. And uh, so in the salons, while women were under the dryer, one day I sat up in bed and I said, dryer buzz, because it was really popular for um, women and, and whomever to read for that 45 minutes, you know, during that, during that phase of life, we were literally under the dryer for 45 minutes, if not 90 minutes, depending on how much hair you had, or you were in the barber chair and uh and so you would literally read the newsletters that was before we had these phones uh then came the phones and then came um you know where we are and and, and as they say and the rest is history and so still with dryerbuzz.com uh which is getting a major I'm still it's in, in my head it's not even on paper yet certainly not on my computer yet but the makeover of the site, I'm actually going to take it back to the way it was because when we first started Dryer Buzz, you opened it up, you instantly got video um, that told you all of, you know, the, the entertainment news, the Atlanta news, and then you went on to read long-form writing and so forth. So we're actually going to dial it back and then, of course, incorporating all of our social media platforms. That's what my goal is right now. What that looks like, I really don't know, so I'm not inspired. And I'm a la- as you can tell from me getting last-minute credentials, I'm a last minute person. My inspiration, I just have to be one and I have to respect that or else I have anxiety or go crazy because it's not done. It's not done. It's not done. But uh, I know the minute I understand it, the clarity comes through, I'll be able to walk over two feet from me, three, five feet from me and sit down in my computer and build that website um, because that's what I do. And so, and I'll know what that looks like. In the meantime, you know, we're working on our YouTube channel. And of course, here we are beginning again on Anchor. Uh, and so I already did a podcast. I did a podcast live on Facebook. I dropped that over on YouTube. And now I'm over here doing something entirely different, talking about something entirely different on Anchor. And uh, we'll see where that goes. Um, but I'm loving it. And we're already 26 minutes. And I love that Anchor has gotten to this, this point. I'm like, because like I said, I didn't know how to begin again on Anchor. And I did an Anchor said, hey, how do I begin again? Got some tips. And uh, so definitely this is something um, that we'll do. But what lane, what will I talk about um, over here? I am looking for a space uh, in which to go into caregiver and we have a couple of facebook pages and i think i'm going to choose to do it on one of those pages um as far as events i'm still torn as to 
Uh, I know I want to do breakfast with dryer buzz again. That was something we did in a beta test for a year. Uh, we also did a meetup for another year, a beta test of that. But that was in the blogging lane for those uh, who wanted to learn to blog. Uh, right now, I think I want to do something kind of a little bit more for creatives so that we can encompass a little bit more than entrepreneurs. Um, because we ended up both of the both of the things, everything that we did in the beta testing, ended up drawing an entrepreneurial audience, um, and our regular reader who just wanted to come out and hang out and those kinds of things kind of got lost in that. So for the twenty seventh of the month, and, and look at twenty, and I say that at twenty seven minutes into the podcast, uh, for the twenty seven, which everybody knows is a number, is a brand. Part of our brand from the, a book that I wrote called 27 Answers to Create Buzz. Um, I also still have that out there. So, you know, uh, I guess I really need to do a vision board and, and not even a vision board, but just how do I connect the dots between, yes, I love Dryer Buzz and I love Breakfast with Dryer Buzz, but I also have 27 Answers, which actually 27 Answers did um find its place on Periscope. So I may have to do it there. Maybe on Anchor, I'll do the the caregiving, you know, I don't know. Maybe I'll, you know, and because uh, Anchor is feeding to, uh, what is it, iTunes, maybe I'll do it on there. So let's just do this, begin again. And I guess at the end of this, I will have to name this. So, um, and so we'll do it in the lane of begin again. And all the things I talked about, why was it, why, why am I beginning again? Why was it hard? Why did I need to get credential for that event? Because coming out of the caregiver space, I had not yet gone, gone out into the public. So that was the first time people had seen me on the scene as a blogger, um, for the past three, two, well, actually, um, maybe two years because I, in the first year going into the caregiver space, you know, that was that year. Oh, I can do it all. <laughs> and then you hit that, hit that wall and you're like, no, I can't do it all. I got to do one thing. What's the one thing that has to get done like right now? So I'm going to wrap up. I only want to do about 30 minutes of this and maybe, you know, again, my 27 keeps coming into mind. Uh, no, you know what? I'm not going to put a time limit on how long these will be. We'll just come on and we will talk and we will have uh, have conversation. And I think this is where caregiver will live on anchor 27 will live on Periscope. Uh, all, you know, it's amazing. Uh, absolutely amazing. I don't yet know how anchor is doing the replies. I know it started in one shape, form or fashion. Um, so I, I will watch to see, um, how you guys will reply to this, if, if it's still in audio replies, if it's comments, uh, and then of course where it's going, I have to go and find that trail, but Hey, listen, I'm Yolanda and, uh, you can find me if you feel to the entire internet using my hashtag dryer buzz, but shout out to my caregivers. If you're along with me and ready to begin again, just simply follow the buzz and that's dryer buzz. Thanks guys. Bye.